Hello folks, it's Rico, and you're about to hear a Skype chat uh, for this week's edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. This is going to be show 573 for January 31st, 2016. What you're going to hear in a moment is a Skype chat between myself, Meds, or Simon Meddings, from the UK, and Chris Clemente. We're going to talk all about Series 9 of Doctor Who, or Season 9, as us people in you know, good old US of A like to call it. Yeah, we're going to cover the whole season, talk a lot about uh, the episodes, the uh, what what happened to the Doctor and Clara this year, and a whole bunch more. So there will be spoilers, and uh, so you've been warned. Actually, I'm going to even play a little bit of a, uh, a trailer mashup uh, thing that uh, a cool uh, audio clip uh, montage that uh, Chris put together for the show in a moment here before we uh, play the Skype call, which was recorded last weekend with Meds, Chris, and I. So um, that's about it. I'll come back at the end probably uh, just with a quick wrap-up, but uh, stay tuned for uh, our Skype chat all about uh, Doctor Who Series 9. Fix it now. It's not possible. I, I can't. Yes, yes, you can. And you will. Or this street will be over. I'll show you and all your funny friends to the whole laughing world. I'll bring Unit, I'll bring the Zygons, give me a minute, I'll bring the Daleks and the Cybermen. You will save Clara and you will do it now or I will rain hell on you for the rest of time. Don't just stop talking like that. You can't. I can do whatever the hell I like. You've read the stories. You know who I am. And in all of that time, did you ever hear anything about anyone who stopped me? I know the doctor. The doctor, the doctor is no longer here. You are stuck with me. I will lend you everything you love. What Clara said. I'm not taking revenge. Do you know why she said that? She was saving you. I was lost a long time ago. She was saving you. I do my best. But I strongly advise you to keep out of my way. You'll find that it's a very small universe when I'm angry with you. I mean, to call this a war, this funny little thing? This is not a war. I fought in a bigger war than you will ever know. I did worse things than you could ever imagine. And when I close my eyes, I hear more screams than anyone could ever be able to count. I don't know what you do with all that pain. Shall I tell you where you put it? Hold it tight till it burns your hand. And you say this, no one else will ever have to live like this. No one else will ever have to feel this pain. Not on my watch. I know where I got this face and I know what it's for. To remind me, to hold me to the mark. I'm the doctor and I save people. Hello, folks. This is Rico, and you're about to listen to a Skype chat about season, series, or series, or season, whatever you want to call it, of Doctor Who Series 9 on Treks and Sci-Fi. And with me are uh, some other Doctor Who uh, aficionados. I can't even say the word right. Fans? Lovers? Hey, <laughs> we, have, we have Meds from the UK. Hello, Meds. Hello, everybody. And we have Chris Clemente. From, was, just from Florida, I guess. 
<laughs> doesn't sound nearly as impressive. You know, I think Florida's about the same size as the UK. I mean, give me a break. Ooh, that's a good question well, there. It's all about the size, isn't it? It's got just as much water and, and stuff. And, and That's for sure. And, and it's things. got as, lot, as many weird, actually probably more weird people. Little you. lakes and things. And uh, No, I think you got the weirdness covered more down there than, than, the, than uh, England. You know, yeah. you know but, what they uh, say about crap. <laughs> every every you know there every place in the world has their own like local like strangeness let's just say that or strange people or whatever i mean you know you got the people you know that just they're on the streets trying uh, i i got I, I could easily diverge but we got a lot to talk about so let's <laughs> not do that let us talk about series nine which would have been i guess the most recent uh, and, or is the most recent uh, series season of Doctor Who with Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman and and then uh, they're all and all the rest as they said on that whatever TV show uh, Gilligan's Island wasn't that the intro to that so uh, the the plan here uh, and here's your spoiler warning we're going to talk about the episodes we're going to talk about a little bit about probably the Christmas special so if you've not seen all of uh, series nine you know just you've been warned. Uh, I, we'll try to kind of go, you know, you know how shows go like this. We'll try to go over the episodes and and talk about them. And and, and I'm sure there's a, there's some pretty big stuff that happens in this series. So I think that's your warning. So I guess uh, to start off with, I thought we could just spend a few minutes on on our overall thoughts here. And and, and I'll just start since I'm blabbering already, and it's easier. Uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really complicated. We were talking a little bit about before we started to uh, to do the show officially about, uh, you know, we're going to lean on meds a lot to, to, get, to guide us through some of these complex episodes. You know, I was just reading through the Wikipedia entry to kind of get, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, man, there's a few things in those Wikipedia entries that I'm like, was that really what happened? I, I, I Seriously, I, I it was like, oh, okay. And I kind of knew what happened, but it was like it's much more, you know, black and white, literally. So... Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Peter Capaldi has really become uh, great, great in this role. I think he, he's fantastic. The but you know all the actors, the main, the main actors in the show, I, I enjoy a lot. Uh, but I, I think they're this to me is getting to like the the, the mid seasons of like TNG and stuff where they're really digging in and and it's interesting because there was some news recently. Although I don't think meds. Do we have a, a ruling on whether? Um, whether Peter Capaldi is going to do more than one more season series, or or I'm not sure about that part. I know the Moffat's only doing one more, right? Yeah, that's all we know so far is that he's going to be doing the Christmas special uh, this year, and then a, a further series next year. Uh, and he's probably got an option to do another one, um, but I I have a sneaky suspicion that the next season will be his his last one, um, and go out a bit like. Um, Tennant did with, with uh, Russell T. Davis leave with the producer. But you never know. I mean, he's got the option. I'd like to see him do at least another two series, really. I think so. I, I, I would hate to think. I mean, this is, am I right? Is this his, was this his third run? Third, or is that, or is it, it's the third, second. right? Third no, time. Second. This has just been his second. Yeah. Oh, was he it was just his the, second? Gosh. Yeah, he seems... was at the end of, uh, oh my gosh, it's just. Time of the Doctor, or that was it until the series. Yeah, I've, I've series you know how they, you know, these seasons are so, or series are so far apart. For some reason, I thought this was the third. It's only the second. Yeah, I, I sure hope he does more than just one more. Yeah, that would be pretty quick. Uh, on, so, um, 
Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Time of the Doctor was in 2013, and then Series 8 was 2014. Yeah. Series 9 was 24. So we're in 2016, and it seems like, you know, it should be, but yeah. Besides the fact there's just 12 episodes, you know, there, there's a lot of time between them. And now it's it's one of the longest times because we're not getting anything besides Christmas next year, uh, a special, they've said. And and then in 2017, the, the new series. So, But uh, why don't you guys say a little bit about, you know, overall, what did you think about this uh, this run of episodes besides for, you know, I well, whatever you'd like to say. Why don't you go meds? Uh, well, I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, this series, um, I and have done for a while. And I stayed away from any kind of spoilers. Um, I I even stopped buying my Doctor Who magazine uh, <laughs> quite a bit because I, I you know I don't mind seeing the odd filming of reports and all that kind of stuff, but I um, I just didn't want to know anything about it. Um, and is it something I didn't? Uh, is it is it something that's spoiled a lot over on your side of the pond i mean is is it is it pretty easy to find out a lot ahead of time if you yeah, want yeah you, you've yeah. got websites like gallifrey base which is um a bit of a bit of a yin and a yang place <laughs> you know you, you can get all the information you want but you also get a lot of crap on there where people are just constantly whinging and moaning um, <laughs> oh there's never the, crap on the internet what do you mean yeah well this <laughs> is the thing you see it's like i've left I've left lots of that. In fact, I'm a member of no Doctor Who um, Facebook groups or anything anymore because uh, one, I didn't want to be spoiled, and two, I just got tired of all the Moffat kicking and all this and all that, and it just bores me senseless. Uh, it seems like they're always just kicking whoever's running the show. You know, oh, they, yeah. they, they kick. They kick each time. You know, basically after a little while, they 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 kick the. You know what I mean? It's just gets old. Yeah. It's getting worse. It's getting worse as well because it's 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 got to the point now where. I sometimes think that you know we're all fans of shows, and sometimes we could be our own worst enemies. And when it gets to the point where sometimes you, you shouldn't overanalyze things, because yeah. sometimes you just turn around and go, you know what, the new Trek films out, or the new Doctor Who episodes out, or this, you know, you no know, new Avengers films out, or something, and and you'll go in there and people dissect it and say this should be this, should be that. Oh yeah. So I left everything. So for me, mm. you know, watching this series, I didn't know. Any of the, I think I knew a couple of guest stars, and even then I stayed away from finding anything out. So mm-hmm. it was an absolute joy. In fact, there's only one episode out of this series where, uh, I, and I'm not going to say it was a terrible episode because I thought all of them were good. Um, but considering uh, what he's, Cavaldi's first series was, which I, you know, there were some enjoyable episodes on it, but I think it was such a shock to the system after Matt Smith. Yeah. Which is always going to get a difference because, and, and, it, and it should be. Mm. Um, but I, I kind of, having watched this now, I kind of wished that this was how Capaldi had played his Doctor in Series 8. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it's a, bit, a little bit more warmer. Um, yeah, do you think that they intentionally did that, though, in the first... That was kind of... I felt the same way, too. But do you think they did that to make... To, to sort of draw a line and make him appear very different than, than Matt Smith did? Because uh, that's what it seemed like to me. They were pushing the kind of very hard-edged doctor. You know? Yeah, and you, you could have, but I think you could have done that in two episodes. I mean, you, you always have a, the, sure. what's called yeah. the, rege, you know, the regeneration issue going on, which happens with every doctor, and it has done since probably John Pertwee, um, where, you, you know, you have a, a couple of episodes where the doctor's finding himself. It's also an excuse for the actor to find himself. Hmm. But as we know, you know, they don't film, he didn't film episode one first, like Matt Smith didn't do his first one. He he filmed the third episode first, and then 
did his regeneration one later on. Um, I just thought it was a little bit. I don't, I don't know whether it was Moffat trying to find his feet uh, or for Capaldi, um, but they've definitely on this series they definitely found it, and I think everything worked from the producing to the acting. And I know people knock them. I have no idea why, uh, but I thought Jenna Coleman was was brilliant as Clara as well. I think everything worked. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about uh, how about you, Chris? Overall thoughts? And- <clears throat> well, I didn't. I like this. Well, the thing is, like meds. I knew it was going to be a good one because he would always text me and say, "Oh, you you you're going to really like this episode tonight," but I'm not going to spoil it for you. And I'm like, "Okay, thanks." And we would so, get him a few hours later, not 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 yeah. like weeks and months later, like the old days. But uh, yeah, you would. Yeah. So I was so. But I actually, I might like series A. I I I understand with that they really wanted to like differentiate like. Oh, this doctor's grouchy, and he's not gonna hug people, and he's not gonna be, you know, jokey, silly, goofy, you know. Yeah. So, like, but yeah, I like I think I like the sort of moderate. They've moderated that with him actually being a real person this year instead of just being like a archetype. You know, and I mean, it, it started last last series too. I thought that there was a couple of really good episodes. I liked Listen. I thought that one was really good. Last series, which was, you know, yeah. That yeah. was great. This series definitely, I think there's a couple episodes where I kind of got lost in the weeds, but I think for the most part, the quality was really, really high. I really I really enjoyed it. And like he said, I don't get like the Clara hate and I don't understand like, I don't understand hating things and being a fan of them. I had to leave, like he's saying, I left like Star Trek groups on Facebook because when, you know, when they had a new, they announced a new C, uh, series coming out in 2017. Everybody just started hating it, and they haven't even announced what it is. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't have the energy for this anymore. I hate I'm, it just I'm because it's going to cost, you know, five or six bucks a month, a sight yeah. unseen, no matter what it is, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So, but, like, you know, sure. I just don't have the energy for like as much nonsense, I guess, as I well, used I've, to. I've always liked Clara. I, I've never really had that much of a problem either with the actress or, or the character, really. I mean, it, do they? does every companion have their ups and downs, and sometimes they're not the... It, it, it sometimes just seems like they want the, these characters to be almost nearly perfect. You know what yeah, I mean? I, and and I, I, th- I don't think that's either reality, and I don't think it's also very interesting. Well, the thing so, is, is that so. the Doctor Who started off back in, you know, when it came back from its legendary hiatus which i found funny the other day someone posted something saying oh man i can't believe we've got to wait a year for it and i'm saying my <laughs> friend i waited 10 years for nine oh sure right same thing with star wars in a way you know every in star trek and everything yeah. right well, you're, and you're absolutely thing, right yeah the last thing you had to remember was doctor who the movie yeah, no, we've just gotten a little spoiled where it was, you know, maybe, I don't know what it's been averaging, nine months maybe or so, something like that. So, yeah, but, you know, you now we've go got to go three or four extra months or whatever. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know, it'll fly by anyway. And, and big finished productions are a, a wonderful audio drama, official audio drama. Uh, producing some cracking stuff, so there's loads of stuff to fill your fill your boots with. But going back to your thing about the companion, I think the trouble is, is because when uh, uh, Russell T Davies brought Doctor Who back in 2005, and I remember in 2005, I loved it because it's Doctor Who, but I was not the great, you know, I was thinking, oh, this is not really my cup of tea because it was it was purposely companion um, centered. Uh, hence the reason why the first episode was called Rose, and I think. Because people who got into Doctor Who since 2005, that's been their norm. 
where it's kind of like the Doctor is almost sometimes secondary, and it's only true kind of past, yeah. past three or four years where that's gone away. Everyone loved Rose because for some unknown reason, don't ask me why, you know, you have to bring in a, a connection between the relationship. I don't think you necessarily need that, which is the reason why I now think, you, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have a, uh, a companion who's either male uh, or even better, an alien of, of no mm. sexual orientation at all. So that mm-hmm. you don't, you know, because Capaldi won't do that kind of thing. Capaldi is almost like what Roger Moore was like towards the end of his James Bond tenure when he was saying, like, I'm nearly 60, I can't be sleeping with a 20-year-old girl. It just doesn't look like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think with Capaldi, that's the good thing. So you, you can concentrate more. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I, I knocked the whole relationship thing, especially with Tennant and Rose and, in the past, but you know, I, I'm kind of like calmed down about all that. I now. think I, I, I have to think about though. A lot of it, uh, or a good part of it, has to do with having a you have a male type of uh, role lead person, the doctor, and you have a female. And I think, I, I mean, not without getting into a whole discussion on a lot of that, I think they're intentionally trying to create a strong, you know, female character for this show. But it is called Doctor Who, so you're absolutely right. It's it's not it's not quite the way it was originally structured, and yeah, they tried is, to and, change it. You know, and you're right the way that you say that. That where <clears throat> and I've had many comments. So actually, I've had conversations with the anomaly ladies where I think that the trouble is, is um, as you say, it's called Doctor Who, and the, the character is a, 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 almost like a male hero, and very much a hero to, to younger boys as well. I must say. Sure. Um, and if you're going to try and create a, a female character who's strong. I can't help but think to myself, well, you know what? Why don't you come up with a TV series and have a really good, strong female character to have their own series instead of jumping onto something that's already there? Yep. Um, you know, yep. and, and there's plenty of writers out there. There's plenty of fantastic female actors out there. And there's plenty of women out there and also blokes who want to see a very strong female character, but in the lead, not in as a, yeah. a side I mean, And I also think you don't need to do it everywhere. Right. I, I mean, no, I mean, there, there's a lot of and, and again, we probably, you know, should cut it as, <laughs> as best we can because we could get into a whole discussion. But I mean, the, it just the point being, it, it, it does sometimes feel a little shoehorned in. But I, I, I've been fine with the companions overall in general. Yeah. I mean, again, are there bumps in the road sometimes? Sure. But I, I love watching this show. I mean, I always try to put things in perspective. And like if I, if I said to myself, you know, I could only watch like, say, three or four tv series or or whatever this would be one of them you know so i mean it, it's well there's it, so many episodes it, you that know. you could keep busy for a while no i well i just i just mean <laughs> if there was like even the new stuff i mean if i was yeah, limited yeah. you know where where right now i'm ridiculously watching way too many series yeah. as uh new shows pop up and things like that but but this is this is definitely one of my favorites no matter almost no matter what in a way but i i just enjoy it so much the characters the stories and everything so um, well i don't i don't know if you've noticed on and uh, on facebook but i've started watching every single doctor who episode from day one. Oh, have you okay all right because i've got all of them on dvd now apart from a couple of tom bakers uh and uh, yeah you know that's 50 years worth of tv to watch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll take a little yeah. while yeah, it did. Yeah, good one. I mean, talking about companions, like that's the reason I sort of enjoyed Donna Noble was because even though I mean she's kind of a dopey character, like and kind of a weird character, but at least she wasn't trying to, you know, get off yeah. with. with she, David she wasn't Tenet. making googly eyes at the doctor always, you know. Yeah, you know, it was it was so because Mar- like they went from Rose right to Martha Jones, who apparently was also in love with him. 
So it was nice that, that Donna wasn't really into yeah, that. But then it's, then it's, we went to the Amy, and then of course we were back in. The yeah, it's a, it's a tricky thing, you know. It's 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 tricky. But I I you know it's and again you're absolutely right, Meds. I mean you could dissect it, you could pick it apart, but I don't think any of the three of us, at least, and, and a lot of people that I try to connect with and talk about this stuff with, you know, I don't think they re- we really do that kind of thing. But speaking of that, let's let's try to dive into some of these episodes, and we can go through whatever, pick some of the highlights. I'm looking at the Wikipedia list. Do we want to talk about even the Christmas one? From last year? The Santa Claus one? I mean, that's what this list starts at. I, I think we can kind of skip over that a bit. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was fun. Yeah. yeah I love like, the Christmas was, episodes. I mean, they're a lot of fun, but they're kind of almost their own thing, right? They, they Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a re- the really great line from that, though, is that there's a horror film called Alien that's really offensive. That's why people keep getting invaded. Oh, you're right about that, because <laughs> they, they have funny. all those, uh, yeah, because yeah. that's part of that episode about those little alien crab things, yeah, right, in that Christmas episode. So, so um, the first uh, real, I guess, one of the of this uh, series is The Magician's Apprentice. This is the one about that starts out with a little young Davros, right, mm-hmm. on the battlefield, and the doctor... The hand, hand mines... Yeah, who is what? What what is Davros really? Uh, tell me, tell us about that exactly, uh, Meds. Well, Davros is obviously is the creator of the Daleks. Uh, is he actually a Dalek, or he's not? Right then? No, no, not, yeah. not originally. No, he was as you see him. You see, he was a young boy. So right, right. Uh, but I mean, later uh, does he sort of get made into one a little bit? Or uh, no, I think there's. I th- I, you never really see it on on screen. I, I think yeah. there are books that that go into it, but I've never read them, so I don't really okay. know. But um, I mean, you've, I've only ever known Davos to look like you do see him in his half Dalek uh, wheelchair kind of thing. You know? Right, right, so where he's been sort of like kept alive through all the little mechanical stuff. Yeah, and right. then and then later on in during uh, the Seventh Doctor's reign, it was just his head. <laughs> it's a bit like Futurama, yeah. Just his yeah, exactly. We just need the head. That's all. Off. That's all we need. Just the head. Yeah. So, so was the, he a, was yeah. he a Khaled or was he? Which one was he? I can't remember in Genesis Genesis of the Daleks which part which group he was a member of. Oh, I can't remember now. That's yeah, there was the greatest one of the greatest Doctor episodes. It really is. It's fantastic. So if this one also brings Davros, in Missy. That. Missy comes back in this episode, and and, and basically the you know I, I get I guess this is the uh, what would you say the point of this? The point of this episode is basically he could wipe out the Daleks by by not. Uh, Saving Davros. Yeah, but not, not saving Davros. I mean, again, going back to what I said earlier on about not knowing anything about this series at all. When I sat down and watched it, and I, I was thinking, man, this is creepy that his hands coming out the ground. What a brilliant yeah. idea. And then as soon as the doctor goes watching Emma Halbert and he says Davros, I, I seriously nearly wet myself. <laughs> because it, I just didn't, I didn't expect it. I was like, what? What's going on? What? Oh, man, this is, this is something new. And then obviously him just leaving him there, and you're thinking, wow, is this what creates Davros to hate the Doctor and, you know, go through all these. You've got to kind of skip the timey-wimey stuff where... You know, yes, of course, the timey-wimey, <laughs> good, right, good point. Davos would have mentioned it in previous Doctor Who episodes, but, you know, we can skip Well, that kind on. of, like, I mean, why do you need to save him? Because you already have saved him, right? Because it's already happened, right? You get, yeah, yeah, timey-wimey, exactly. and, right. And I often say sometimes... With any kind of science fiction program, when it comes to time, don't think too much about it exactly. because it'll send you mad or to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second one's not so bad. So yeah, right. so the next is 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 basically sort of like the second part of this, right? With the witch is familiar, the the next episode. 
Yeah, and you know what? When, when I was watching this, and uh, these, I think both of these were directed by Katie McDonald, who, who did uh, who did Blink. But yep, yep. When you saw Clara get get into the tar into the tar, like into the Dalek, part of me was thinking because I, I knew that uh, Jenna Comer was going to leave. Mm. Part of me was thinking, "Oops, oh, yeah, this would be good." Is this is this the link to um, uh, Souffle Girl? Right. Uh, I think that would have been a real nice kind of tie-off. Of course, it didn't. But the the whole thing about the Daleks' vocal commands being a, different than what she's saying in the in the actual machine, I thought it was brilliant. I that thought was it good. Was, oh yeah, was that like, that was uh, that was awesome. The way they did yeah. that, it was really really well done. And, yeah. and the Doctor in Davros, he's uh, you know calling it a dodging car and going around in circles. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty gross though. Like the the nasty sewer of. Dalek goo. The sewer of yeah the, the <laughs> yeah whatever they were kind of like hibernating right they had they had no no I or, think it was like the remnants like they just weren't good anymore so they sort of like flushed them down the toilet almost that's it, yeah yeah, yeah they right had the case yeah left to, left to rot. <laughs> you know, yeah dispo disposable soldiers uh, all yeah. of this series is you know quite politically motivated I think there's a lot of stuff going on there where if you want to read into it. It's there. If you don't want to read into it, it doesn't matter. But I think there's a lot of kind of stuff that's going on at the moment, or especially last year when it was being voted, yeah. which is evident in the whole of this series. Those first couple of episodes, those first two, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and watch both of those again sometime because it is it is timey-wimey, fairly complex um, stuff going on. But, yeah, the stuff with the Dalek, with Clara in there inside, and the stuff between Davros and, and the Doctor, all their little talks was, was great. And then, of course, you got Missy, who's... Uh, I, I really enjoy that character quite a bit. She's 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 kind of like the character that you kind of love to hate a little bit. I, I think the trouble is, though, I mean, I, I think she's great. I mean, the actress is brilliant. And the, the trouble is, I think, because it's, you know, it's <laughs> it was originally the master. Right. Um, I think there is a bit of, uh, I've got no problems with her being the master. That, that doesn't bother me one bit. I, I, I do a little bit. I just don't understand why they didn't have her as, there was a character called the Rani. In the, in the classic yeah. series, he was a, a really good evil, you know, a time lord, and it could easily have worked having her back. People going, oh yeah, that's another classic villain being brought back in again. But to me, it's too close to what John Sims' manic, psychopathic master was like, you know, especially dancing sure. to the Scissor Sisters on the ship and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but with a Mary Poppins twist, and I don't mind that, but I just think it's a slight missed opportunity of, of having her play the Rani again. I think it would have been ideal because you, you you would have then had two different characters, two different enemies for the t for the Doctor, and you still don't know is the Master going to come back. So now you're left with Missy back, uh, and and I think it's a missed opportunity personally. But but still, hey, you know, still really good fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, maybe the Rani could be a, a man now. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah, but then that'd be it'd just be sort of like, oh, well, that's novel. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so next up, the the under the lake episode, the down in the underwater base thing in the in the in the future a little bit, um, with all yeah, the ghosts, the ghosts. Toby, and the... Uh, a Toby Whitehouse story, this one. And, yes, uh, I, I really do enjoy his writing. He's got a real ghoulish feel to him. Uh, Whitehouse. Yeah, they always throw in. You know, each each series, you know, seems to have a few, like a good three or four, maybe what I call the sort of like. Uh, scary type you know ghosts things that go bump in the night kind of episodes and this was definitely one of them you know and then the ghost of the doctor appears and everybody's like oh 
well, that means he's dead, right? And, cracking, and all that. Cracking makeup. I thought yeah. the makeup yeah. on that was just brilliant. When you see him just, you know, floating outside the water, slowly turning towards that the glass <laughs> panel. Man, that was. I mean, Capaldi. You know, Capaldi looks a lot healthier in real life than what he does generally on screen. <laughs> uh, if you've ever seen uh, the, the recent uh, Paddington film, where he plays the, the neighbour. That's what he, could, he normally looks like. He does have a little bit of colour in his skin, um, but it's <laughs> <he looks laughs> terrific, you know. It's really good stuff. Yeah, he ma- he makes a good kind of you know like a Vincent Price or horror kind of character. Really, he has that mm. kind of he has that kind of face. He has kind of an odd face anyway. You know, he's kind of a long, thin face and very yeah, Scottish. These, yeah, these two are great. Well, he's Italian though. <laughs> 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 he is, um, and then what? But, uh, before the no, flood? His, his his last name. He's his his parents were Italian immigrants, actually, if I remember correctly. Oh, any connection, I. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I try what I. Can. Um, his last name's Capaldi. For crying out loud, that's very Scottish. It's, it's yeah, sure it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, these two were great. I love these two episodes. They were fantastic. Yeah, so the next one is this all about basically the Before the Flood episode number four is about this this paradox thing, right? Yeah, the bootstrap paradox. The bootstrap paradox, which yeah. is like, you know, Schrodinger's cat, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, what, a you really know. really great intro with the uh, guitar. Right. The, and, the guitar and, for the Doctor Who theme. I thought it was and it's kind oh, of brilliant. the whole commentary about, like, you know, you know, the... the writing the song thing like what comes first and and all the, it was just really well done this is where it gets a little timey-wimey too but in a good way i i liked it a lot and uh yeah a lot of people had a bit of a moan about um the, almost breaking the fourth wall i didn't really see it to be honest with you because the doctor talks to himself all the time yeah uh, and you know it's a bit egocentric for us to think that he's talking to us but he's not <laughs> <laughs> I love that intro. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I really got it. And because, you know, everyone's going, oh, because we all know about the bootstrap paradox, don't we? Of course we do. Everyone knows it. No. Well, backwards and forwards. <laughs> I like the way they filmed this and the way they filmed this one, too. The, this mm. one uh, out on that, like, I don't know, what do you call it? A farm or whatever? Or a village thing? Not really yeah. a village, but <laughs> just, just the, the setting of it was interesting. And the writing on the wall uh, of the spaceship. Yep. Yeah. All, all good stuff. So, um, so the next up we have number five, which is the girl who died, which uh, brings into the brings the character of a shilda, a shilder, however you say, it. a shilder. <laughs> that that you need an accent to say that name right. So, uh, I'll just go with her later name, me. So, uh, so th- this brings uh, what's the actress sitting in's name, Chris from Game no. of Thrones? Why am I blank? Ar- Arya Stark. <laughs> Arya Stark, yeah, I forget yeah. Her name. I'm so with her with her list. So, yeah. um, who is Millie, Millie? Someone is it? Oh, uh, you, you look that I'm, up while I'm, I'm talking. So they, so basically, uh, they're in this sort of Viking village. Um, it's good to see because I like I like to see Doctor Who. Doctor Who's remit when it first started was basically to. Uh, Educate and entertain, and it, it, hence the reason why the first early episodes you had the Aztecs, uh, cavemen, and Marco Polo, and all this kind of stuff. And I quite like it. Yeah, they go to specific times yeah. and places, meet famous people. Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. They, they they don't do that as much as you'd think they would. 
No, I mean, I think we've only had, um, you know, Charles Dickens, we've had William Shakespeare. Well, we've well had, hasn't uh, in, the, in the new series, you know, that re, the restart, it, it, I, I think it's been said several times, isn't it, that, that he, he sort of actively avoids it a little, right? Like to, to mess around with some, some of these critical people in critical times. I, I thought they've had some lines a couple of times. Well, yeah. they, what they they have those fixed points, right? That's how that's they what he get calls around. it, fixed points, right? They get around that, like changing this, things. This is the episode where breaks up. Yes, at this point in time, because you, you, you suddenly you're reminded about the Pfizer Pompeii episode. Yes, where he remembers the whole point of remembering the reason yeah. why he chose that. I mean, that was that was a great. I thought that was a pretty great explanation. It is. I don't see why we needed it. It's good to see, and it was fun to fun to be put in, but. You know, Colin Baker appeared in the Peter Davidson episode in which he shot the doctor. Um, yet nobody questioned the reason why did Colin Baker's doctor choose that face then? You know, I, I, I don't... I can see why they did it because I'm sure people are a bit more inquisitive nowadays and want answers and they need answers and they're desperate for answers. Yeah. Uh, but there was no real need for it. But, you know, that was started off in, in Capaldi's first episode anyway because why did I choose his face? You know, it's mm -hmm. an angry face. Look at the eyebrows kind of thing. So yeah. it's all been, you know, all been coming up to that. But also bearing in mind as well that uh, Capaldi played Forbisher in a, a Torchwood episode, possibly one of the most um, disturbing Torchwood episode. In fact, probably one of the most disturbing TV episodes where he kills his, his wife and children with a, mm. with a gun. Uh, and that was a dis really disturbing episode. So is that taken into account? Because it's set in the world of, of Doctor Who. Mm. No, one's, no one's brought that up. So I think it's the day and the time and the age that we live in, you know, with the Internet and, and being able to watch these episodes over and over and over again. I, th I think they like to, as best they can, give a lot more info out there. They like to, to, to you know, do as clean a job as they can to not have people pick them apart, although that's going to happen anyway. But you're exactly. right. Med, you're right, Meds. They, they don't have to go, you know over and over, you know, and try to explain every little thing, I, I think. Yeah, you know, th but, there's the whole thing of it. There's, there's no point in trying to please everybody because you never will. So don't hmm. bother. Just do, do, do write the episode and do the best yeah. you can to entertain yeah. everyone, you know. So, like, so this episode, obviously, the, the, the big thing that happens in it is he ends up making a, a shielder, you know, immortal, basically. Yeah. And and she doesn't even get any older or anything like that. She she's she has you know she's gonna live forever now. And it turns up in later episodes, including the very next one, right? The woman who lived. Yeah. And now who she is called? Uh, thank goodness she's now called me. <laughs> and the actress is Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. I I knew it was something Williams. I was like Mary Williams. No, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Who I had seen in in some of the previews for the show, you know, I think in one of the trailers for this series, and and I swear I always thought it was going to be a like some ancestor or relative or something of of Clara because they look so much alike. Oh, really, I I thought it was um, the way that the again because you know they had clips on where she said uh, I called him old man. Yeah, I saw that. I and, thought and, and you thought it was. Uh, I thought it was Susan. So did I. Uh, yeah. Uh, because yeah. one, if you notice Capaldi's clothing throughout this series, he's been wearing checkered trousers, almost like Rupert Bear trousers, which of course is what William Hartner wore. And a little bit later on, he's got his velvet jacket on, which is actually what Karma makes him wear to say that this is what the Doctor would wear. Because we have to remember, of course, she's visited every single incarnation of the Doctor. Yeah. And she's saved every version, whether she remembers it or she doesn't, but the version of her when she's split into all these parts. And so there's all these little nods, and I thought that would be sweet because, 
you know, you don't know what happened to Susan. Susan left the first doctor. Um, well, he left her because, you know, he said you need to have a, a stable life. And she's popped up in uh, the five doctors and also in a, a couple of, you know, not spin-offs, but specials for charity, which we don't like to talk about. Um, <laughs> so it would be nice to see what, what, what has happened to her. And there's no reason why Carol Ann Ford, who played Susan, couldn't come back. Uh, and then when I saw her say that, I honestly did think it was a young version of Susan, especially as we've been going back to seeing where the TARDIS first came from and all that. But uh, no, it wasn't to be. But still, brilliant character. Really mm-hmm. good character. Yeah, I like this character a lot. It's a, it's an interesting... What I really like about this character that I find really interesting is she has to write down her memories, otherwise because she, she, you know, her brain can't keep all of her memories. Yeah, well, that's so, brilliant because, I mean, I yeah. can't remember what I did last week. Right. So it's really, I thought that was really uh, very clever because it is kind of unrealistic to think that you could possibly remember what happened to you 500 years ago with clarity. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was a good point. Although I, the only thing I thought about that a little bit is you would think whatever was done to her might help her do that better. Right. You know, that in other words, you know, her, her living forever would have altered her brain somehow that, you know, she could do that. But that, yeah, no, I liked it too, but. I suppose it's when you think about it, it's it's very similar to Connor McLeod, isn't it? In in Highlander, the fact right. that he doesn't True. have any special powers or anything, he's just simply unless you chop his head off, or like <laughs> you know, it turns up in an episode of The Walking Dead. Um, you know, he's he's always going to remember everything. But what does he do? He opens an antique shop to keep everything that he remembers there. So. Yeah, that's a cool movie. So next up, we have uh, the the two part set of Zygon, uh, the Zygon invasion, Zygon inversion, and and this th- these episodes seem to me like I, I think the each series each year they do um, they always seem to have sort of the alien invasion of Earth of some type, you know, episodes. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's the Daleks or whatever, and now we have the Zygons. Who the big thing, of course, that they can do is they look just like us. And this brings yeah. in the the Osgood character again, and I like these episodes quite a bit. I thought these were really good and and very interesting and kind of uh, almost a standalone little movie, really overall. It is, and again, this is this is definitely the standout episode, which is talking about political uh, mm-hmm. unrest at the moment. Uh, and obviously, it did, you know, the programs are. are, are a British program, but it's 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 mentioning everything around the world, uh, and it, you know it's on about um, immigration. Clearly, how about immigration and how you know people are? Everyone's human at the end of the day. Everyone has blood running through the, the veins. A bit like a Star Trek scenario as well. You know, all this ties in. And over here, it, it, it was perfectly timed um, because of it, it, there was some kind of big political debate going on about how much. Uh, refugees would allow in the country of Europe having a bit of a problem with Germany and all this kind of stuff. And Capaldi's, you know, beautiful um, you know, rant at the end regarding the two boxes, the Osgood boxes. Oh yeah, that that was time. fantastic, yeah. And then literally, you know, you have got you know, uh, like, like at the moment in, in your country we we've getting political but with, with Donald Trump saying, let's not allow people in there and then all these mm. you know that's no exactly Zygons, no Zygons yeah. for Donald. No Zygons, no Zygons. <laughs> But the fact that I think he is a Zygon. Have... I think he is a Zygon. I think that's yeah, the answer. Exactly. Yeah. The hair cannot be human. <laughs> they didn't quite get the hair right when they made their uh, replicate. Yeah. Of, the, hair, uh... the hair will save a paling. I don't think any of them are real. <laughs> 
So the uh, and the, the other part about this episode that that was kind of fun that I enjoyed, of course, because I like Clara. Uh, that you know she got to be a bad guy kind of. Oh, for part of this. acting as well from yeah. Jenna Coleman, as she's flipping from one side to the other as well, yeah. uh, and trying blowing up the plane. <laughs> you know, it was also going to see Osgood back as well. I mean, it was no one liked the fact that she was supposedly killed, uh, you know, in the last series and stuff. But I love the little nods that she's because she's a fan of the Doctor and the way that you you either see her wearing the seventh Doctor's jumper, um, the fourth, fifth, and sixth Doctor's shirt. Um, <laughs> you know, all these little little nods. Some some would turn around and say, "Oh, it's a bit too obvious," but you know, I. It's not it's not too obvious because this is what we as fans do. You know, you'll either go out and you'll have your Trek badge on or you'll have your, you know, your, your Superman T-shirt underneath your shirt when you go to work, or Rico. Um, all the, you know, all this kind of stuff is what we do. And it's what I would do. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that. I think it's great. And she's also, again, a really good character and one I'm glad we haven't lost. I agree. Yeah, she's yeah. she's she was great, and I and I love that when they do that on they've done that on different TV shows, you know, at different times that I've seen too, where they they get to interact with someone, you know, and it's always fun, you know, like oh I'm a fan, you know, type of thing, or or yeah, it's 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 really well done. Good episodes, both of those solid uh, stuff. The next one is sort of a uh, I guess a single one, Sleep No More, the one about the. Uh, the the Sandman, the sleep dust, all that talk uh, set in the future on the uh, space station. What did you guys think about that? To me, is another one of the the spooky, scary episode types. Hmm. Well, yeah. this is a Mark Gatiss episode. Um, Mark Gatiss is you know yeah he always pulls out some he can pull out some really good episodes. Normally set in the past, he's well known for his love of Victorian horror. Um, and but this one, I, I think, like I said earlier on, before you know before we got going this is probably the weakest episode i'm not gonna say it's terrible because but the trouble is that all the episodes have been really good so somewhere along the line you were gonna have one that wasn't really as good as the others and this is that one i didn't think it went anywhere that was the problem great idea um but it just seemed even the worst thing is it was a bit like monty python and the holy grail they didn't quite know how to end it, so they just went, oh, we just end it. And even, even Yeah, the, the ending says, was rough. <laughs> the ending on this one was a little rough. Yeah, yeah I the agree. The doctor yeah. says that, I don't know what's going on, you know. And then it ends wonderfully. <laughs> with, because Reese Shearsmith, who, of course, was one of Mark Gattis' writing partners for the League of Gentlemen, I really hoped would was going to be, a, you know, maybe the meddling monk, another classic Doctor Who villain of the Time Lord. And as he, of course, played Patrick Troughton in the uh, Adventures in Time and Space, um, the doco drama about the, the start of Doctor Who, part of me was a little bit hoping that he was going to come back as the second Doctor. I thought that might have been fun. I could see why they didn't. It, you know, it would have been hard to shoehorn that in. But his character was just slightly wasted. The end bit was good where his face started to fall apart. Another bit of scary thing going on. But it just <laughs> didn't... It was like a jelly that you, you put in the mould and you prepped and then you take the, you know, they take the case off and it just falls apart. Yeah. It was all right. You know, yeah, it was an interesting concept, you know, with that they could, you know, they don't need to sleep because they have this thing, you know, that, yeah. you know, sleeps for you or whatever. And yeah, the technology, this idea of having this uh, this technology, I'd, I'd, I'd pay a lot of money for having the tech to, I know. to not sleep. I, I could use another eight or nine hours every day to do stuff, but... Uh. Sorry, I'm late. He hasn't got a plan yet. He will have. And it will be spectacular. 
am the doctor, and I save people. Here. Now. This is where your story ends. What is happening? Same old, same old. Just the doctor and Clara Oswald in the TARDIS. So next up, the big or one of you know. Now we're getting to the big, you know, the final three episodes and face the Raven. This, um, what's this? Uh, what is this area that they're in? Uh, Diagon this, this, Alley. Yeah, Diagon yeah. Alley. Exactly. <laughs> this little alien community, kind of hidden in London. Well, that's what I like. I like quite like this the fact that they have the, um, you know, which is true about uh, with um, people who do the maps. Uh, the people who write maps always did used to put in false false roads and stuff and so mm -hmm. they'd know then that if anybody copied their work and, and they'd see it they could they could you know and um, take them to court so it's quite nice having that little story in there because it's, it's something that people don't know about and they look into it and they start looking at maps it's a bit like the the lovely thing about the London Underground of all these unused tra uh, train stations which are still there and haven't never been touched so I really quite like that. It's quite spooky as well, as well that you've got this alley that's there that you wouldn't normally notice. Everyone's quite spooky in it. And the fact that Rigsy, who's a, just a normal bloke, has got this number counting down on the back of his neck, which is a death sentence. And yeah. the doctor knows yeah. it's a death sentence, but he, no one else does. I think that, that was a wonderful idea. Slightly irritated with Clara <laughs> getting it. <laughs> Um, you know, but I mean, again, that's it's a good setup and a, a good start for the for the next episode. Did know? did either of you guys once she took that? I mean, you, you know, there was all this talk of Jenna Coleman leaving the show. Did did you guys? I know Chris and I were texting after the episode a little bit and mm -hmm. stuff. But did did you guys think that? You know, I'm I'm just always some kind of I don't know. Always hope that the doctor will pull some little. And that there's a big point about that in this episode. Pull some trick out of the out of the out of his book to to stop it or fix it. But you know, even even until the very end, and even beyond the end, it's like, no, Clara, you can't die. You know, she might leave the show, but I, she can't die. Come on. Well, so I, what I, did I, you I what did you guys expect her to actually die? In, in well, I mean, she did really. Did well, no, but I, I'm saying when you do, you remember when you watched it? Yeah, I thought that was it. Yeah. You know, I mean, even though later, of course, it turns out to be not it. But no, uh, she did die, though. That's died. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I should say yes, she did, but <laughs> she's back. No, know? but she still will die. Yeah, it's a heartbeat, heartbeat away. Yeah, remember. Well, a heartbeat's a long time, so let's just <laughs> fingers crossed. So, uh, well, it but is a year in the world of Doctor. I, you know what? I mean, this. I, it was a surprise death. I thought something was going to be pulled out of the bag when the, the, the raven went through her. Uh, and then when she did did actually die, going like fly into her, not not go through her or something. Yeah, that kind of thing. But the fact that she'd given that warning to to the doctor about you know do not avenge me, don't do this, and, and I oh, thought that whole really good. Yeah, yeah, that, that stuff with her and the doctor at the end was just like I, I don't even think I can even talk about it without getting all like worked up. You know, it's yeah, it it's that? just uh, really really well well acted, well done, just perfect, really. Mm. And, and and the fact that he. You know that he kind of promises her, but then you know he kind of doesn't. You know, in a way, and his his look and attitude to the me character to a shilder. You know, it's like, um, yeah, you better stay out of my way. 
So. But I mean, the whole thing about that as well is about he's he's having a, a, a go and a pop at her, but he's he's the, he's created me. I mean, he's created. Yeah. Sure, sure, there. yeah, and, and yeah. didn't take, which is still the, the only bugbear of me. And, and Moffat does have a habit of doing this, where he kind of doesn't really tie up all of his shoelaces, so one of his kids does fall over and breaks a nose. Where the fact that she she wanted to go with the doctor, and he had a responsibility because he knew what was going to happen, and the fact that he didn't. And you, you can't just create something like that and then bugger off. I mean, the only time that's happened, of course, is with the doctor's daughter. But the doctor doesn't know that she was alive at the end of that episode. Mm -hmm. She went off the yeah. phone. But she's still out there. And he knew all about me. And he knew all about what could happen. Oh, sure. He's, uh, he so, definitely, I mean, whether he's, you know, upset about what happened, of course, to Clara is, is fine. But, I mean, the, the yeah, you're right, Meds. He has responsibility there, sure. Yeah, yeah, he should have took her with him. Yeah. Dumped her somewhere, you know, so well, she no, couldn't... I mean, she'd keep an eye on her. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on her. <laughs> put a tracker on her or something. One of those little, like, uh, you know, dog chips that they put but on dogs. The it's best like... thing about her dying in this episode is it sets up what I think is, like, one of the best episodes they've ever done. Oh, The Heaven Sent, the next one? That, to me, Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, it, it's... I don't, I don't even know really how to explain it, except that he's caught, basically, in this time loop, I, I guess, and and yeah, you know, it, for four billion years or something that it says here, whatever, how much? Yeah, chase you know. chase for something like seven thousand and spends four billion years punching, uh, you know, punching a, a the little wall that can't be broken, but it can slowly. Yeah, be, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's actually his confession doll that he's in, which yeah. is still a bit crazy. But but you know, <laughs> the fact that you know he finds room twelve, which of course is him, or is it thirteen? I don't really get this whole thing of the the of the time lords in this confession and the little all this little. Can you give us like a little? What does all that mean exactly, Meds? Or do you know? I, or what? I have no idea. That's, oh. just, that's just come along now because it, obviously the no, that's Lord never been re referred to in previous. Uh, you know, no, before I, the reboot. No, not, that I know of. The only thing that was that was referred to in this was the um, there's a, a, a device he uses to transport himself, which is actually from the Fifth Doctor's episode. That's the only thing that's that I know about that is in this. Okay, that's just something that's totally new. And of course, the confession doll being bigger on the inside is obvious because it's Time Lord technology. So it's virtually like your own prison camp and your own prison for your confession. Uh, but it, it's just that's just totally new. But but really interesting, you know. That's the yeah. fact that the only way that you can break through. Is yeah, uh, you know, just really, I mean, the the guy should get a, you know, some kind of an award, you know, Peter Capaldi for just this episode alone. I mean, you know, just just it's just any any time they do that kind of a show when and have a guy an actor pretty much just, you know, that's all you really see for the most part. It, it's really incredible. Yeah, and it wasn't wasn't the uh, an easy an easy episode to film either. I think it did take it out of it. Um, yeah, doing that, you know, because it, it is quite hard. The same with Matt had to do it for. Uh, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but he was, he was, he, there's two versions of him, and he was arguing against it while fighting. All right, the, the cyber whatever. Yeah, it was. that one. Yeah, and I, I know that took it out of him as well. But uh, yeah, this is. I mean, this is a cracker, and of course, it, it leads on to um, to Hell Bent, and it's it's a beautiful little trilogy. This it, it really is. Yeah, I, I it's uh, so yeah. The last episode, Hellbent. Uh, so at the very end of the previous one, he ends up back at Gallifrey, right? So, and he yeah, says, "Tell the tell the people that I have come, <laughs> announce me." You know. Yeah, he's there's some random uh, boy wandering through the desert. Who is it? <laughs> Who are you? You know. <laughs> so so the the Hellbent the the, the, the 
you know, a lot, a lot there. But to start with, you know, I really thought it was great. I just loved the way it starts, where they're just in this little, like, you know, little greasy spoon diner out in the middle of Nevada, and Clara's the the um, the waitress, and he doesn't he doesn't recognize her, you know, of course. And we're all like, oh my gosh, not only is Clara there, but the doctor doesn't recognize you, so everybody's like, oh, what's this about? Claire is dead, yeah, isn't she? It's, it's the diner as well that yeah. was featured in uh, with Matt Smith and Amy Pond and everything, which is which is in yes. uh, Cardiff, in Cardiff Bay, which is uh, I've been there and had a burger, very nice. <laughs> so so then they 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 you know that starts the episode, but then you're then you know the the good most of the episode is all on, on Gallifrey, right? With um, all that and the Time Lord, and they're all like you know. I love they had that actor who played the general in the Day of the Doctor. Yeah. In it for a little while. And yeah. you know, not too long. But Rassilon was cool to have it's a different guy from uh Timothy Dalton, so Yes. I'm yeah. assuming yeah, that so the, I, I'm assuming that the master must have uh done a number on him. It must have done, yeah. Uh, and then you've got a, a new Rassilon, a new, you know, Lord of the Time Lord kind of thing. Still has the big wobbly uh Yeah, still anger issues and speaking. And that, issues. that hand he still has the gauntlet. <laughs> but what I liked as well was the fact that the doctor was insistent on who spoke to him. You know, it didn't matter who came; he just walked back into his his <laughs> old family home and uh, and caveat. And that was good. And but the only thing, there's two things I don't. I'm not a great fan of this episode. There's two. There's, I love the episode, but there's two things I don't like. Is one when he kills the general. Yes, he knows he's going to regenerate, but the, the, there's always been that thing where, as I said earlier on, we was talking about that, that the Doctor's a hero for, for younger lads because he doesn't really use weapons. But over the past couple of years, he's been wielding a gun around and all that. Yeah, I didn't didn't sit comfortable with me that didn't where he shot he shot the general. Uh, okay, was it enough excuse so we can have a regeneration? Oh, it regenerated into a woman. Yeah, fair enough. But it wasn't. It just that seemed pointless. It, I, I don't didn't like it. Didn't sit well with me at all. Yeah, it was kind of weird, wasn't it? Because like it didn't take that much time. You no. know, I mean, I could see if it was going to buy him like a, t- a ton. Like if he'd like a David Tennant regeneration, it could have bought him like five years. He'd be like, all right, well, you go yeah, wander around, say goodbye to everybody. And, and yeah. also, the general had no no regeneration <laughs> issues, so he was like, he just popped up and went, well, I'm carrying on as the doctor has it. Regeneration issues every time. <laughs> no, they made he made a joke like I don't know how you men deal with the was it ego or something, right? Yeah, yeah. And and, and she, the other thing I went to because obviously he, this is where he's he, he pulls uh, Clara out of the timeline and keeps her heart, you know, almost in stasis kind of thing. Well, um, people say, oh yeah, it's because he doesn't want to see one of his companions die. Well, what you know, the Doctor's lost one of his companions. Before in an episode called Earthshock, in which Adric died under the, mm-hmm. the cybership, which crashed into Earth, and that you know, Tegan says to the Fifth Doctor, "What you know, we can go back and help him because we can't." And it's all about the fifth, the fixed time in space. But yeah, he was more than happy to let him die. So if you think he's done it for Clara, why couldn't he nip back now and save Adric? I don't know if people would want Adric back. He wasn't the most popular of, uh, of companions back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but uh, again, I suppose that won't ever be answered. But. It's a pretty cool concept that they go and get people like at the end of their like right before they die to find crucial information out. I guess it's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I always, you know, I they don't they don't say exactly, but here's how I look at it sometimes, or with with this one in particular, I I, I say like or to myself or think that it, it doesn't like. There are a set of circumstances that sometimes it would work, and this time it did, you know, kind of a thing. In other words, it's not like, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying exactly, but <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's, 
you're absolutely right, Meds. It's kind of like, well, and that's the trouble with any timey-wimey, you know, situation where, like, well, gosh, if you could always do this to stop this, why don't you just do that all the time? So, you know, they perhaps they could come up with the way she died. There was a way, you know, whatever. There was some weird set of circumstances here that allowed him to do it in this case or something. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but then, of course, the big part of this that I really thought was was a great twist and a way to do it was they get to this point where the memory thing right they always got to do this like who you know no you know and 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 typically what we've seen in recent you know series the doctor makes whoever he's been with you know forget about him right so you got the good old human there left you know like scratching their head like you look familiar but not and in this case it's sw- it's swapped the clara ends up knowing the doctor and the doctor doesn't know her that was a that was a brilliant bit of writing as well. Yeah. And, and the whole thing being in the the um, uh, the blank TARDIS as well, you know the the standard looking TARDIS. That was cool. Just, I mean, it's a, it looked beautiful as well, and the fact as well like it's still out there with yeah. these two two people sneaking off for a bit of fun. It's even yeah. more, you know. Over, I mean, that, they'll never there, there won't be any kind of spin off from it mm. because both actresses are what you know too busy. Uh, yeah. But what an idea, though, of, of possible future meetings up in these. But you got to think that somehow they're going to spin back into a Doctor Who episode at some time. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean they're both I, very, was, very young actresses, for example, and so forth. So uh, my son was super excited about that white interior, of the TARDIS. You know, uh, yeah, he gets he loves anytime he loves he loves that early version of the TARDIS, like that kind of clean white look. Yeah. He loves. That, he gets. That, he's very excited about that. That that console as well was the console that was used in the adventure in time and space. I figured had, it was. I, yeah. I had to paint it white because obviously it was painted green mm. uh, for the TVs because it was green originally, to, so it worked with black and white. So they painted it all white and quickly knocked up the behind the scenes at the background. And you just think that was quickly knocked up and it looks awesome. It really know? does. I mean, <sighs> it was it was cool. I, I I I always get a kick out of whenever they have any retro stuff in. It's kind of cool that they don't see the thing I like about Doctor Who is they don't really run away from what things had come before, yeah. no matter what. You know, there are some yeah. shows that sort of do some backward, like revert. What do you call it? Uh, retcon. Retcon. You know, like sort yeah. of like they did in First Contact, where they updated the Borg makeup and everything, and they kind of had Picard or the Klingons and or yeah, the Klingons, lot, lots of things. Yeah, but they've explained that. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or even the whole series of Enterprise, where. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where the, but I, I the think that Doctor yeah. Who, is, Doctor Who, tends to embrace its sort of even the cheesy and cheesy parts of it. Of I think so. Yeah, I think I so. Really they like. they uh, definitely do. But uh, so anyway, that's that's a rundown of the episodes, real fast and everything, and just kind of hitting some highlights. But I mean, yeah, I mean, even just talking to them with you guys, I mean, I mean, just just chocked full of stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, there's just. I think it was really a good mix, too, of, of sort of the ongoing things going on, you know, from and, and separate things. I, I know that's always a balance. What, what do you think about that meds? I mean, I, I, I just I'm much more of a fan of the, you know, arcing type stuff than I am the individual episodes, I guess, just because they seem to have more impact and meaning in a way. I mean, I like it all, but uh, there, there seems to be this struggle and has been for many series of 
what they do. Do they do like is every episode connected to the other episodes and so forth and so yeah. on, or in these individual ones? What What's your opinion about that? Well, part? I, you know, I, I I think it, when it's done well, it, it works good. I think it, it's okay to have maybe a, a small story arc that that goes through the whole series, but you know, and, and I hate to. I hate to bang on about classic Doctor Who, but I mean, a lot of early Doctor Whos with, with like an earthly child wasn't just one episode. It was four episodes all made into one connection, which was in essence a story arc itself. So it's always happened like that. It's just, I think, um, and I think Moffat has a habit of making things slightly overcomplicated where he gets himself into a little bit of a twist sometimes. And like I said earlier on, doesn't always tie up those shoelaces. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I like standalone episodes because mm-hmm. standalone episodes, uh, the one thing that's good about it is that we don't know how long, you know, for us it's a week uh, in mm. between episodes. An awful lot can happen to the Doctor in a week with the companion. So these little standalone episodes could pop in and out any time you want, really. Uh, I prefer the standalone. Is, I mean, I, you know, as I say, I like, I, I, it doesn't bother me as long as it's done well and as long as it's not overly, like that. Uh, there's a past couple of series, I think with Matt's series, where it was, it was so strong with the story arc was where if you missed an episode, you were really stuck. So you had to watch them all. And sometimes it's nice to be able to jump in a bit like Star Trek, really, where nothing was really tied down. You could jump in and watch an episode and then maybe miss it for a couple of weeks. And then At least back, back with, the, you know, like Next Generation, the original series. I mean, it, only when you got to like Deep Space Nine, especially, was probably the I, biggest. Yeah, you know, I, I think running, running, you know, <laughs> yeah, storyline was definitely a. a, a I mean, you know, yeah, uh, you can't really think, watch Deep Space it's... Nine an episode here, an episode there. So uh, they had like a couple of standalones. Not much, yeah, <laughs> not much. Yeah, they, I mean, but there's the DS Nine standalones were pretty good too. I mean, yeah, but yeah, they. But I mean, if I don't mind like a story arc, if it has like a really, if it's really a good story, like you know, they're gonna go somewhere with it. But like when it came like the X Files now, like when I go back and rewatch the X Files, I'm more interested in those standalone ones where they're fighting, chasing a wolf man or. Something because the mythology ended up really just being a bunch of garbage. It really just didn't really resolve in any satisfying way. Well, it also was the it's it, you're always chasing, uh, and they've done even Doctor Who episodes like this. You're you know, X Files is a great analogy, Chris, because especially since it's coming back tonight. Uh-huh, but uh, yeah. can't wait. But the um, but no, if you have an arc like the X Files went on, you can't ever catch it, right? You can't solve it because to, they they made it such a part of the show that it's the it's 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 the Great White Whale, right, or whatever. It's like you can't you can't ever touch it. And and I think Doctor Who and and DS Nine. I mean, you can have the I like these little mini seasons arcs and things within the season, you know. But you got to solve some things, right? You can't. Sure. I don't think you can have something that just goes on for season and series after series after series. I, I yeah. prefer it to be kind of contained within a, a run of, you know, like they're doing with some of the Netflix shows, for example. Now, where, okay, yeah, there's a, there's an arc going on. There's some individual things going on, but it gets settled. You know, it, there there is there is a conclusion. Well, I so, suppose yeah. one of the one of the biggest story arcs in in uh, in New Who was from Silence in the Library. Where where did River Song get her sonic screwdriver from? Um, and you know that was that was nicely tied up in the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, that, that that what I what I will say is that Star Wars could learn a thing or two about continuity from Doctor Who because at least when Doctor Who, you know, 
references his own past, it sort of makes it make sense. It's not like I'm just going to pick up this lightsaber and say your dad gave it to you and lie about everything and then you're going to cover it up the years later. I thought that was interesting that like, you know, they did have that last and then you find out that we all thought Matt Smith was her doctor, but really it's Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Because I spent basically 24 years together before she went off on her to the library. Yeah, which is so, quite nice. Yeah, I thought that was really... Uh, I mean, at that episode, I thought the Christmas special was... Uh, it was okay, but I did like the... I liked the ending. I, I thought the ending of it was, was satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, hey, I like River Song. I mean, I, anytime she's in an episode, I'm there, so... Uh. <laughs> I know there are people that don't like her. There's always I, I I just like we started the show and talking about I I just don't get it. It's like I just don't. It's like I, I don't like everybody the same in my you know in my life of family and friends. You know everybody has you know whatever people they get along better with or, but it isn't like I'm taking like oh you know what, it, unless you're top of my list, you're nothing to me. You know they, they there's a very black and white like yeah, but that's the internet you know, for you. The internet oh, I know, is, I know. Everything is something is either really incredibly awesome or it sucks. Or it sucks, right? It, yeah, there's it, never it, like there a, is no in between. There is no gray. There there's is never no, an adequate. <laughs> it's very very black and white. It's like nope 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 nope. I don't like this doctor. I don't like this companion. Yeah, hey hey Meds, like I, I, I have to ask see. you since you mentioned it. You know in that episode. Uh, the regeneration of it of uh, uh, of a time lord into a woman. So, what what's your take currently on the potential future of uh, uh, the Doctor being a woman? What do you think? <laughs> I, huh? Are you? Are you? Up. I know I, you've been I, very much not in favor of that idea, but um, what do you think now? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I, I'm, uh, I've never. Uh, my opinion won't change of it. Uh, I, I don't want uh, the Doctor to be played by a female actress uh, purely for the fact that I. I just think it's a he's a he's a great role model for young lads, and it's it's because I'm an old-fashioned bloke who likes it. I I, I couldn't care less uh, if the Doctor regenerated, to, you know, in the mixed race color or black or, or anything like that. That'd be great. Bring it on. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, not not for not into that because as I said as I said earlier on, if you want to create a female hero, then you know then create one create and one, go to right? your own show, right? Yeah, yep. nice fresh, bit like you know, our Agent Carter is, I suppose. Or, you know, just get get a show. Which is a great show, and, by the way. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I just watched the season premiere of that, and 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 good to bring that up because I mean, it was fantastic. It's kind of old fashioned and it and it's she's great, and and the fact that she's back in the late forties in the U.S. You know, doing what she does is even more fantastic. So yeah, yeah, you don't need to make everything else change everything else just yeah i feel like they would just do it as a stunt anyway it would be like oh you know we're gonna get some publicity because of this and oh then, sure well they would you know, completely i don't be, think you, i don't you think know. it's necessary like meds is saying it's he's the dot my son loves doctor who it's a role model for like he says for 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 boys and he's an eight-year-old boy is a great and they got ray now in the star wars movies and they're gonna have wonder woman you know they they don't they don't you know leave my I, leave I, our doctor alone no well i mean i just I agree. It's like let's make up let's make up something good. Leave new. Brittany alone. No, I mean, you know, it just doesn't it would to me it would be it would be like just a stunt and it would that's what I would read it as. It's like, oh, we're gonna do this to shock people. So we're yeah, gonna it's, get it's, it's the same thing with, with what was going on with the conversation of uh, uh of, of James Bond. Um, you know, there was a recent yeah. thing of saying or comic book characters a, like Thor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, could we have a uh, could we have a, a, a 
a non-white actor play James Bond, and and it got to the point where people was afraid to voice their opinion for being, you know, scared of being classed as racist. You can't win that. Yeah, have, it's, it's, it's not racist to have an opinion. If someone asks you your opinion, it's like I'm not being sexist by saying I I, I personally wouldn't want the. Doctor. It's not. I'm not no, being, no, I don't think any of us feel happy. are like that anyway. You know, yeah. so it, it it's like I I've had female bosses, I've had male bosses. It doesn't bother me. I don't care either way, really, as long as they're a good boss. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. so I mean, it, it doesn't, but, but I, you know, you get to the, these characters are pretty, pretty established, you know, and that's part of their established character. Same thing I, when they, I blame, like you were saying, I blame the internet a lot as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that fantastic four film, you know, that no one saw that was not very good. And, you know, they made Johnny storm an African-American guy and it's like, no, he's, that's not the character period, you know? But, you know, whatever. I mean, in yeah. the end, it doesn't really... This this is great that we have first world problems, that these are things that we... Yeah, that we debate. ...actually yeah. concerned yeah, like about. Some places, are, some places are debating about Idris whether they're... Elba, what, you know, you know, where are they going to be able to eat tonight, right? I know. Idris Elba, going back to that, Idris Elba turned out and said, you know, I, the reason why I wouldn't want to take the role is because I don't want to be classed as, oh, the first black actor to play James Bond. The fact he's not the first black actor to play James Bond, uh, there has already been a black actor who played James Bond on audio. So, you know, he doesn't even get that honor of it. Yeah, um, but, but for the most of the public and for the films, you know, that, that you know, it, it, it is a bit of a stunt. So it, it, it just comes off, yeah. I mean, I I wish that, though, now that, that, you know, now that Gallifrey's kind of back in the picture, why doesn't he just bump into another, you know, time you know lord out there that's a that's a woman and do Family. something with that more oh yeah and and you got such like missy or whatever now. yeah you could be you could bring any actor or actress that you want to bring in and yeah and have them uh, you know i mean i think if someone pushed me and said look you know it's gonna happen you know we get we're gonna uh hire a, a, an actress to to play the doctor i'd go uh, you know i'd never turn around and say that's it i'm not watching it again yeah that, you'd go nope turn it in my uh tardis key <laughs> Yep. No, I'd never do that because in the days like I'd give anything a chance. Uh, you know what I mean? But I, I'd turn around and say, "Well, okay, if you're going to do that, there's only one person to play, it, and that would be Tilda Swinton." There you go. Off oh, you she'd go. She's pretty good. She. Oh, okay, because she's quirky, strange, and you know, <laughs> alien-like. She's certainly quirky and strange. Yeah, that's. I'll tell that's you what, funny. I wouldn't mind that Mary from Downton Abbey. She could show up anytime. She's a, <laughs> she's a good-looking lady. <laughs> <laughs> all right now we're on the downton abbey podcast sorry but, i love uh, that show i can't help it so i uh one one or two other little things i just wanted to mention what what did you think i thought it was kind of silly actually but what did you think about the doctor's sonic sonic sunglasses <laughs> i mean i mean was that just i mean it just kind of like okay i was okay with it for a little while but i really would have preferred somewhere along the way that they went away and he got you know his regular. He, he went away in the Christmas. He got his. No, I know, no, no. I mean, like, like after an uh, episode or two of the, of oh. of this of series nine. I, I'm. Just, I think he looks cool with Ray Bans on. So. Well, yeah, but he was very, very much playing the kind of rock star through a lot of the episodes this year. You know, he had the T-shirt on. He. Well, he's the know, punk doctor, isn't he? That's. He is idea. kind of becoming yeah. that Alvin a little was more. A punk and he, he was yeah, more, he wasn't a more punk casually man. dressed yeah. uh, with this, Craig this Ferguson. Year. Yeah, it was, yeah. So it's like, uh, it's such a shame that Craig Ferguson is not doing that talk show anymore and you've got James Corden instead. <laughs> yeah, I actually really, really love Craig Ferguson's show uh, and I love, I think he's hilarious. I don't know, it's too bad, but oh well. Yeah, so uh, anything else you guys want to throw out there for this? Uh, and then we can wrap it up, I guess. But I mean, I, I just think it was it was fantastic, um, a run of Did episodes. 
you want to talk about uh, Moffat uh, yeah down. yeah that's it yeah right we talked a little bit before we started uh yeah definitely so obviously the Moffat's out after the series 10 we have uh one more run of of his stuff and who was the guy they announced to to replace him chris chibnall is that his name yeah. uh the guy who did uh broadchurch uh, broadchurch right maybe oh. a, a classic doctor who found I bring david tennant in then right i sure hope that uh it's not depressing like broadchurch maybe want to put my head in a meat grinder oh, God, yeah. we're, we're, i toyed with watching that and i kept hearing people say like about that you know that it's really sad and depressing it's, it is I'm i mean like, it's well acted and the second season actually was kind of different it was like covering the trial plus it was all different thing it was it wasn't quite as sort of unrelentingly like just sad and depressing it yeah. was a little bit more dramatic but yeah it's definite i mean no i mean it's a great show though the show is produced well and it's great acting and interesting i i will say the mystery in the first series the resolu- resolution i didn't see coming i was like oh so i mean i was surprised so, so i mean so meds is 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 moffat walking away or was he sort of replaced or does it matter um, um no he's it's his own decision as far okay. as i know all right I mean, all right he's been on the cards for a while now that he, yeah. he was uh, talking about it's a, you know, it's not an easy job, and as much as people say, "Hey, but how smug Moffat Oh, it's is, a it's way not easy job. It's a kill. Yeah, it's I, a job that'll kill you. I think. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. I met I met him years ago before we took on the role of um, of uh, showrunner. Um, in fact, Doctor had just started, and it, I was, he was with Mark Gatti's at a, a speech that I went to, and um, you know, he's a, he's a real likable guy, and, and the trouble is that you know, you're always going to get haters and stuff like that. But I think he's done as much as he can possibly do, and he's got other things he wants to do. And it's like we said earlier on, whether Capaldi goes with him or stays for another year, I'm not too sure. I think this year off um, that they've got, apart from filming the Christmas special, um, I think we'll we'll give Capaldi a bit more of a taste to doing another, at least another two episodes, uh, two series. I hope anyway. Do you think that he'll try a lot of like uh, in the in the next series? You think because it'll be Moffat's last? Do you think he'll he'll try a lot of like very I don't know what we should we say different, unique, really out there stuff? What and with a little more time to off? Do you think it'll be uh, what what you ex- what do you expect for the for the last series that he writes? I, I'm, I'm expecting we're going to see at least a, uh, some classic uh, villains come back. I mean that's that's a given. Yeah, it really didn't do that this year that much. I, I or you know this last one, which I kind of liked actually. I, I I thought that that yeah. got a little old. Bringing, okay, here here are the main guys. Bring them in again, you know. But yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, the Daleks are the ones that always keep turning up, and the only reason why they keep turning up is that's a contractual issue, so they keep the rights. Um, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> the Terminator Foundation will will take it away. So you're always going to have to have a Dalek episode. I, I I still don't think um, that they've done the Cybermen justice. Um, I don't think there's been a, a, a single episode in New Doctor Who, which has caught the terror of what the original Cybermen were. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd love to see, I know Capaldi wanted it, where you could easily have them going back to possibly like the second Doctor time of, of seeing uh, the, the, the Cybermen like on Moonbase. That'd be, that'd be really good. I think you're going to see a lot of stuff like that, maybe even a few more uh, Gallifrey things, a little bit more clicks to the classic series. Do you think they'll maybe. even already in the next uh, run, do you think they'll bring Clara back at all for an episode? No, me? no, no. no don't I don't think, think so? I think done and, and rightly yeah. so because it's yeah. a bit like i don't think it was needed to have matt smith back for the first capaldi episode i, I think that was a bit of, that was a mistake they shouldn't have done that um I, yeah. I don't i think i'll start off with a new companion whoever that new companion will be i'm sure we'll find out within the next six months 
Um, mm. But as like we said earlier on, I'd, I'd love it to be either a male companion or, or even better than Alien. Uh, I think that would be superb. You know? It would Maybe be good to shake it dog. up a little, yeah. Be, it'd be good to have something <laughs> a little out of the ordinary of a, of a young woman. I mean, they've kind of pretty much been there with that for a while so yeah I and mean, everyone's just gonna go oh here we go again you know and then yeah, it's like what chris was saying about what was good about Don. and i was never a great fan of donna noble when she first came into it especially the christmas one that was awful but uh going back and watching them again i, I actually realized how good a character donna noble was because you know it's her final episode you find out that she's she's always put herself down by doing all these temping jobs it turns out because she's done all these temping jobs she knows a hell of a lot more than anybody else so she's incredibly important i think that was beautifully played and beautifully wrote so yeah. i'd like to see see that again where there's you know you guarantee there's going to be no love interest going on uh, which will always raise eyebrows and well, always... rico loves romance between characters he loves enough of it you guys know oh. the term shipper i'm 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 man i i, I can't get enough <laughs> i'm anti-shipper we've seen what happens when characters get together like skull scully and Mulder. they got hey, together nothing and wrong just, with a little alien baby around come on it deton- no. it just destroys the natural no i'll tell you why chris I'll, I'll give you i'll give you my reason yeah. I, I, I give I give you or at least a little bit a little something of it. Here here here's the thing, for exactly what you're saying is why I want something to happen because here here's the point of it all. It doesn't have to destroy every, you know, show or relationship. That's what I don't like about it. It's basically they've made it like that almost. You know what I mean? They don't know what to do. I would love to see like for example like this new Star Trek series to have a a well like normal relationship married couple on you know the ship or show or whatever they end up doing you know what i mean it's just you're right you're absolutely right every time it does screw things up and that's exactly why i keep rooting for it to actually work out well it hasn't yet i know that's all i'm saying every time they do it i'm holding out hope well you know the problem is is i think what it probably has to do with is i think they need to do it there are some shows that have tried to do it sooner in the show when it when it when it comes in like kind of stuck in there like three or four or five you know years in i think it's a lot harder to and it doesn't work as well the longer you go on like x-files was a perfect example that 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 by the time they got to that point if it had happened like two or three years in maybe they could have made that work or something but yeah it's it's, well, it's just by the, the fact that it doesn't, you know, that basically it doesn't ever work out. That I think they yeah. they're just not they're just bad writing or whatever. I don't know. That's, yeah, I that's mean, like, sorry, please go on. No, no, go ahead. Oh, that, that's like when you, when you think about it. One of but the, not Doctor Who. Not Doctor Who doesn't. <laughs> no, not Doctor Who. But no, I mean, not for you Doctor look Who. At, you look at Friends, uh, and I I love Friends. I loved it when it started, and I still really enjoy watching it. And they finished Friends on a high where. You've got Rachel and Ross together, you know, um, uh, Chandler and Monica are going out of New York to live in their own place, Phoebe settled down, and it all ended perfectly well. And you think, well, the reason why it ends perfectly well is because they didn't carry on, because they're, they're they all stop, connected, yeah. and they're all going out with somebody, and they've all settled down, and the humor's gone out of that then. Right. There's, there's too much of a dynamic going, and that's the reason why, it, it, you know, if they brought you back, it wouldn't work, because they've all got those relationships now. Yeah, it just... It's like I work with women. We're not, you know what I mean? It's like it's 
It's like I've worked with women for a long time. It's like just because you work closely with somebody doesn't mean that you have to be in a relationship with them. Oh, yeah, you're exactly absolutely right. That. But the thing yeah. about it is, I nobody I walks around the office going, "Will they? Won't they?" I, I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about you. Well, you may not have worked at the kind of places I worked at, but man, I'll, I'll give you one example. I worked at a pretty another big paint company, a year, you know, quite a few years ago, a different one than I'm at now. And there was a guy there that had married, I think, three different women at that company. Well, <laughs> so, so uh, it does happen. I mean, it's yeah, basically well, where you spend you spend most of your <laughs> you spend most of your off. day around these people. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so the idea that it it would never ever happen is ridiculous because it does happen. Uh, so I spend so much time with people. I don't want to. I spend don't like more you. Time <laughs> with them. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like I. I it's like, no, like, no, I understand. Five o'clock, I, it's I, like, yeah. It's, Peel, it's, it's tires a, are peeling out. See you later, turkeys. Chris is like, well, yeah, but but you got to put it in perspective. You're a married guy, right? If you weren't a married guy, where do you meet people? There was a guy you also used to work with that that it basically he he always would say, Rico, you know, I I know there's a bunch of people here, but you know that the trick about getting somebody, you know, or the problem with getting involved with somebody, it's like Meds just said actually. You get involved with somebody at work. If it doesn't work out, you still have to see them. You can't exactly. walk away, right? So, so the, so that, that's a good example, but this guy would always ask me, where do you meet, you know, meet some people. And I always would tell him something, well, take, uh, take like a night class of something, take <laughs> exactly. like painting or, uh, you know, whatever, take some little goofy class. You'll meet some people there outside of work or something. Go to the grocery store, Go to the grocery else. store and bump your cart into a girl <laughs> and say, know, I, you know, I don't know how to pick out fresh bananas. Could someone help me? Become an FBI agent. Get a TARDIS. You'll <laughs> yeah, that's money. that's what it is. Yeah. The, so. e the easiest one definitely is when uh, when Isla was born and I was taking her. I had a like her in, in the shopping trolley, going along, and I I, I never I, I never wear my wedding ring because I work in the industry, so I got my hands inside machines and stuff, and you don't want anything being caught on it. And so the only time I ever wear my wedding ring is when we go out on a date night or something. And I tell you what. Uh, the amount of uh, the amount of looks and ad admiring glances from ladies I had because I was like a bloke with a little bit of a little child walking along. Oh, amazing. you poor um, thing! How do you manage to take care of this little girl all by yeah. yourself? Oh, she's, she's so cute. You know, yeah, I will say that you know I remember flying the best best wingman. Yeah, I remember flying uh, to New York many many years ago with my middle son when he was about a year old, and I was not actually married at the time. I got so much attention. Mm -hmm. You know, from like the stewardesses. I don't know if that the flight attendants. Are. Such a cute little boy. And yeah, he is. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I need to. And I was trying to change him and they were coming over to help me. And it was like, oh, this big helpless man with this. It must be just like some kind of weird, weird aphrodisiac. I don't know. But, you know, I, it was it definitely does work. That and a, and a little puppy, I guess. Oh, yeah. Little little kids. <laughs> if you got a little kid with you, it happened to me when my boys were young. I mean, you know, if you've got a little kid with you or or you're right, a little dog. Oh, my gosh. It's like, you know, you, if you, ha so and you have ways. both. Oh, my goodness. It's, That's it's, the point. If you don't have any kids, rent, to your, rent your nephew. Rent a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying get out of your work. OK, stop with the work. It just doesn't it just never ends well i see people date at work it just oh yeah just no you're horribly right horribly wrong yeah every yep. time every it, time it, it seldom it seldom is a is a is a good thing you know so uh but yeah this has been a great uh great talk i'll probably wrap it up and we can we can chat for a few more minutes or whatever anything else you guys want to add to the doctor who besides being such a fantastic show and everyone should be watching it and the ladies of uh you know ladies men aliens whoever out there listening you know give it a shot if you never have i know it's an intimidating thing you know there it's been around for so long what do you usually tell people meds if 
if do you ever run into anybody over in your side of the world that that has not watched Doctor Who? Yeah, surprisingly, quite quite a few. Really? Uh, yeah, and I, I always yeah. turn around and say, uh, you know, pick pick a doctor, any doctor, and start from the beginning of their reign. Yeah, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah, because it's sure. you know, and I always I, I do point out to saying, look, you know. If you want to go back to 1963, you're going to have a great time. You're going to really enjoy it. But you've got to be prepared that the first two Doctors are in black and white. And then probably halfway through, you are looking at the worst shoddy sets known to man. So if you can put up with that <laughs> and you can leave that bit aside, then you're great. And if you, if you don't really want to do that, you can't go wrong with, with starting in through any new Doctor series from 2005, really. I think uh, you could jump on, but, but don't jump in the middle. Literally pick a Doctor and start from there. And, and then once you've enjoyed it, if you want to go back, pick another Doctor and, and do it that way. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got 50 years of, of great TV, great science fiction, uh, laughable at times, but always entertaining. Yeah, I had a friend who came over when we were watching... Uh, Day of the Doctor on Blu-ray, and he hadn't seen Doctor Who at all, and he sat down and watched it, and he thought it was really interesting and enjoyable. So he actually went back and uh, rewatched it, like started that, from that. Uh, that's 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 a strange episode to to jump in on. Well, it's the production is very is value is really good on it, and true, it's, it's, true, it's really well written and it's a very fast paced story, and there's some really. Just seems like, a very complicated thing for somebody who's no, not No, I know, but familiar. I think that we were, like, my son was watching it. I think it was on, he just had, I got him the Blu-ray and he was watching it. Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, no, it's, it is, um, it, it's a lot, it's a lot of uh, great stuff. I mean, and just so many uh, episodes to watch now. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. So, uh, all right, well, guys, thanks so much. Uh, really good talk. And uh, I'm going to stop the recording now, but hang on and, uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to Treks and Sci-Fi, this Doctor Who look at Series 9. And we'll be back again in, what, two years to do the next one or something <laughs> like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, it'll go by fast, I'm sure. So uh, take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Hey, just a big thanks to uh, the guys this week. It was a great call, a great chat, uh, all about uh, Doctor Who Series 9. I want to thank Chris and Meds for joining me, and uh, that's about it. I'm out of here. Uh, thanks for listening to Treks and Sci-Fi. Check out patreon.com uh, forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi to support the show. You can always email me at treksf at gmail.com. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.